Hi, this is uh, Ty Pickford and it's the Credit War Room and we're back with the third and final New York Festival's Health Awards Special Edition Battle in New York. Today we have a, a battle-hardened guest, Sharon Howard Butler, who is the SVP CD at Havas VX, New York. Hi Sharon, how are you going? I'm going really well, thanks for having me. No worries, no worries, great to have you. And I've got a question for you though, are you ready for battle? When it comes to fighting for great ideas, I'm always ready for battle. Woohoo! That's awesome. It's good to hear. <laughs> so I just want to ask a question. How did you, you know, how did you get into uh, advertising and, and, and into health? For school work experience, I actually managed to get a gig at J. Water Thompson. Um, so I was very lucky to have achieved that, knowing no one in the industry. But I really loved it. And um, the creative team that I worked with, um, put in a good word for me and so I went in for a traineeship straight from school which started in dispatch, went to the arts department, the TV production department. I did all my study part-time and was very hungry for briefs, did awards school, finally got my break and started in the creative department. So, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> and then you transitioned to, to health. So then, yeah, so then some years later, you know, I, I was you know, very fortunate that I had the combination of study and then um, mentorship, some great mentors within advertising. So I, I managed to get some really good work out there, some award-winning work. And then I um, managed, to, I mean, then I was, I was actually interviewing for a new position and um, I was on a shortlist with a, with a consumer agency and a recruiter of a very well-known consumer agency so that was exciting to me but wow. but then a um, recruiter called and said i think you should there's a there's another really creative agency but in healthcare and i went to see them it's curtis jones and brown and um, met bill brown and david jones there and they looked for my book they said we love your book but awesome. um but do you think you'd be able to um, write one of these. And they bought it. They said, we love your ads. We do do great ads and everything. They were winning awards at the time. Um, they showed me the detail aid and I just looked at it and thought, I've never, had, I've never had to write something like that before. And then I did, I was totally honest. I said that I hadn't written anything like that before. And Phil said, don't worry, I'll help you. And so it was great to have him as a mentor to further you know, my my creative career, but also to introduce me to the world of healthcare. That's great. What made you kind of like jump out of Australia? I know, I know that you were at, were at Saatchi's for, for a while, um, CD there. What made you sort of like jump jump ship and um, well, jump on a plane and go to, to the Big Apple? Well, I was at an awards show and a very, very lovely CCO from the block um, came over and spoke to me and she asked me if I would be interested in working in New York. And so, I mean, it was a pretty amazing offer. I kind of thought I had to think about it seriously. And I never had done the whole gap year thing that a lot of Australians do. So here was my opportunity to go overseas and work. And quite a few interviews later, I, I actually with every interview I did with the block, it made it more and more attractive to actually want to give it a go. And, you know, I've haven't looked back. I've really enjoyed working in the US. That's fantastic. Did you? Did you? Was it just yourself? Did you take over a partner, family? What was? 
What was it? You know, I have a family. So my husband and my son came with me. My son was 12 at the time. And wow. he's a little bit reluctant, but now he loves New York as well. So it's um, it's hard. I mean, that was a hard age to move, 12, because especially as an only yeah. child. But but he loves it. He's had a great, has great friends here. He's That's fantastic. Well, good on you guys for, for doing that big move. Now, talking of New York, um, you know, New York's sort of renowned for being kind of tough, a tough city. You know, have, have you found that... Um, you know the, the difference between Sydney and New York in terms of health advertising is it was is there any sort of like big differences at all? It's tougher to get great work through in the US. There's more there's more regulations. There's no minimum PI. They they call it ISI here, and it's there's nothing minimum about it. <laughs> it's extensive. Med legal regulatory people can be pretty stringent about like pushing back. It's hard. It is harder, I think, than Australia. But, but you know, you've got to battle on and you, I mean, the whole, the secret is having clients who want really great work, who actually are as mm. passionate about viewers getting fantastic work up. So that's part of the secret. And of course, also having the rest of the team behind that, you know, having strong account service who champion creative work is, is an important part of the formula. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's great. I t- totally, totally agree. Do you find that, that um, the US the clients are more hungry for, for, for better work and, and the account service guys are really kind of like rallying around creative work there more? Oh, it varies. No, I mean, probably just as it varies in Australia. But you, of course, you embrace anyone who does want to mm. get great work up. But the nice thing about having clients that, I mean, also, it's a, I guess it's a definition of what great work is, isn't it? I mean, like a great work yeah. to you might be different to what a client thinks great work is. When you're all on the same page and the client has a really great understanding of great work and a great appreciation and a great hunger for it, well, that's where the opportunity is. So, you know, I, I crave that. I crave working with the, you know, clients who as passionate as we are about getting great work out into the world. That's fantastic. Yeah, totally. And and talking on that, um, getting great work, great work out. Obviously, award shows are kind of like the epitome of of what we see as creatives and hopefully clients as well of, of great work. And I don't know, you were on the grand jury for the New York Festival's Health Awards. Um, you know, what was what was judging on that one like? I know, I know you've recently judged it. So uh, it's all sort of uh, done and dusted on terms of the grand jury. So, yeah, what was what was that like? You know, I, I really enjoy every jury experience and I'm very fond of New York festivals because that was actually the first show that I won an award in. So it's I, I like the fact that, of course, I've judged the Globals before and that was part of the New York festivals, but I like the fact that it's under the same umbrella as the mainstream advertising awards now, you know, being... It's not separated into some other category. I mean, it's a different category, but to some other award show. So I like that it's back under the New York festivals. I actually noticed this year that from previous years, there wasn't, there were still some, um, of course, some entries that you won, you know, that were not as strong as other entries. But from, you know, thinking from earlier experiences, well, at least with the globals, um, it seemed there wasn't as many entries that were 
that you kind of thought, oh, what were they thinking? They shouldn't have been. To the standards seemed very high overall. That's good. That's great. That's great. I mean, I know, I know that you, you, know, you and I have been in, a, in, a, in an awards judging room, Globals, I think it, I think it was. You know, uh, being online, you find that kind of it's it's you're really on your own, aren't you? You've got nobody to sort of talk to about the work. You know, how different is that? You know, I find it. You know. Uh, it focuses you a little bit more, though. You, you you tend to sort of like think about things harder, longer, maybe. You know, um, what did, what's your experience with that with the New York festivals and and uh, health awards judging online? A lot of the award shows that I've judged at have the combination where you do the selection for the shortlist and you do that on your own, which is fine. And like you said, it allows you to contemplate how you feel about each entry and then it makes it really interesting well then you move on to the live judging where um, you actually debate and I, I do love that I love actually getting into a room and having a discussion about the work so I guess both experiences are good and it's always mm. and it's like it's always an honor to be invited and it's always great to see the work the you know recent work that's being put forward so both experiences good but I do, I mean, and I like the combination experience. I love actually discussing the work with, you know, peers and, and hearing, sometimes hearing different points of view on the work. And it's kind of interesting how, you know, sometimes suddenly it can enlighten someone or having a different point of view from other people embracing it. So I, I do like that part of it too. So both experiences. Both experiences are great. It's judging. Yeah. Can't complain. <laughs> No, I know exactly. Yeah, I think judging is, is is great. You get to sort of see so many different things. And now, did anything out of the out of this uh, show? Did anything surprise you, or did you say, "Oh, yep, seen that. Oh, yep, seen that." And I seen quite a lot of the work before because it had won at other mm. award shows. It's amazing and beautifully crafted, and you pretty much knew that it was going to rise to the top. Um, I think the. The work from Canada with the, is it feel feel what we feel? That was really interesting. It was a little bit mm -hmm. on the borderline. Of, I'm not sure if it's health, but I thought then I kind of thought, oh, no, it's health, I guess, because it's war kills people. It's not very healthy, <laughs> et cetera. But like to actually imagine what it would be like if war struck your own, so, you know, to have, have empathy for the people in the Ukraine and what they're going through like to bring it home to you as a, a site, you know, you went through a site and put your city in and then you could actually see what it would be like if it happened to New York or Toronto or, you know, many other cities. So that was interesting. That sounds, yeah. that sounds, that sounds awesome. But just say, just touching on, on stuff like that, because I love that kind of, that, that's awesome creative, but is it, you know, like we do have these conversations, is that health? you know, really, you like boil it down and... Um... Yeah, I know that's a discussion often and it's, and, it's, and it's an interesting one because there's so, actually there was probably, there was a lot of work that probably would have been questioned back there when I was in the, the Globals judging room with you in, in Sydney years ago because it was, I think, back then we would say, like, is bullying or domestic violence? And there was, a, I mean, there was a lot of that sort of work in the New York festivals this year. So you thought, well, I guess it seems to, the tide seems to have turned where that's considered mental health issues. Exactly. But then, then when you get, when, then, then when you have a brand, which is a beer brand, for instance, or, or an alcoholic 
brand being in a health show, I mean, do you think that we should be drawing the line there? I mean, I think that if it's something that's actually bad for you, maybe you'd question what health message there. I judged the one show years ago and Viva La Volva was given the Grand Prix and it was so wonderful to have an actual branded ad awarded yeah. and awarded at that because I mean, it was so, I think it's so many campaigns that were given Grand Prix at that time were like cause related and cause related advertising is fantastic and it's often really needed and everything. But it seemed like it was almost like all the causes were overtaking the award shows in health. And so um, like to have to actually, and Viva Laval was so fresh. Oh my God, it was just seeing it, it was wow. You know, it was executed beautifully. It was, I think it was much stronger than Blood Normal and everything. Cause I mean, Blood Normal was great, but, and it was, had a good message, but this was like a celebration of, you know, women's private parts really. And it was just, it was <laughs> joyous, the execution was joyous. And so, and the execution was amazing as well. And so, you know, that was, and it was, you know, felt like celebrating singing Viva La Volva, just that that actually was, that we were able to award that a Grand Prix. I agree. That was a beautiful piece of work. And I just loved, you know, I did love the way they executed that through different channels, different mediums. Um, yeah, it was, it certainly was. It's, do you know what? And, you know, just talking about that type of work, I mean, I know, you know, that's sort of in the, in the sort of sanitary kind of branding area for sort of a, a bit more into the sort of a hardcore, harder core kind of pharmaceutical um, areas. How tough do you think it is to get, get some of that work into award shows? I think that's a big change is that from from the globals when we were judging back in Australia, but you did actually still see some everyday work being entered, but it was there was nothing this year in the wonder list that I actually came across in my batch of entries that I went through that was like everyday farmer work. And I know that some people get a bit disgruntled about that because it's like, well, where do you enter that work? And it's, you know, and it's like sometimes we do exceptional work in our everyday work, but it just, it's, it's, there's nowhere that it can be appreciated or recognised. I guess mm. it, has, it has to be outstanding, I guess, be worthy of entering into an award in the everyday work. And do you think, do you think that um, there is outstanding farmer work out there? I mean, uh, at the moment or is sort of I mean, I'm sure look, there is I know, I know there is some great stuff out there um, but we just like you say we don't we don't see it in these particular shows anymore it's almost like people are going like oh stuff there it's just it's too bloody hard you know <laughs> yeah well, I think now thinking back there was one that was in the New York Festival Awards that was real farmer work that was just trying to remember what it was called. It was one on gout with using old illustrations to, oh, yeah. you know, like, you know, I think that that was actually real farmer work and that was that was very cool. So I guess it's just, you have to just push it further than, it has to be a really big idea to be worthy of entering and and has to be a really fresh, original approach. So, it's, I mean, I think it's changed in most shows, most award shows anyway as well. I mean, you don't, once upon a time, and it would have been, you know, like the old medias of print and TV and radio, and then it came digital. But there's, you know, there's a lot of different ways that you can get ideas out in the world. And so, 
Yeah, that's right. So just on just on your agency currently, you're, you're at. Do you work on any kind of like um, any big sort of farmer brands and farmer farmer work? I am working on farmer work. Yes, because I work in healthcare. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah that's right. <laughs> as I'm sure that you do as well. I'm working on biotech, surplus and biotech companies, though, so that's yeah. a little bit different. I also work on a, a pharma brand, like Novartis is a pretty big pharma company. But, you know, a variety of different types of business. I mean, medium to big size pharma companies, but the brands are probably, you know, just medium sized brands. And then and a couple of biotechs. So how, so, so talking about that, and then, then we're talking about the New York Festival's Health Awards, from some of the work you're doing with those guys, how hard is it is it to sort of get that work through, like amazing creative work through those 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 clients, you know, and then to sort of sign off on that and then get that to an awards show? I think it's a challenge anywhere. It's a miracle that any great work gets produced, really, mm. because it's you know, there's always something that could go wrong. It's I think in America, it's often they're a little bit more likely to go with research. I mean, in Australia, you might be able to talk them around if something that has come out of research isn't the campaign you want to go with. But I'm sure it's on a client-to-client basis as well and in mm-hmm. a, a relationship basis. So, you know, and then, there's, and then there's something that will happen. You know, there's always things that can go wrong. You can just, like, be celebrating with French champagne, saying this is finally we've got something amazing out into the world. <laughs> and then a bigger pharmaceutical company comes and swallows up the um, company that you were about to get the great campaign out on. Or the CMO can change. And but it's which so you so you almost get there but don't quite get something over the line. So yeah, I think it's a little bit tougher. Probably also often more levels of approval etc to go through but um it's not to say that there's not great work coming out from america there certainly is so but i always no, appreciate right. it even more knowing that there's these obstacles to getting great work out into the world yeah you and i'm determined you mentioned. I'm determined yeah you're ready to go into yes and of course you are this of course is you are. You're, you're ready that yeah, in the trenches, right? You fight. Like you, you did mention about research. I mean, I guess you know we do have. I mean, obviously, research is a big part of 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 life here. But I guess budgets are smaller here, and maybe budgets are slightly bigger in the US. So therefore, you know, they would probably spend more money on 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 checking things over, research, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So there's more, like say, more layers, and it's harder to get things through. And I, and I think you know my my hypothesis is like healthcare advertising is probably the toughest of all you know that's 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 you know that can make or break you this 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 area and um because you have to know so much so it's um you know and i think to get good work through you you have to know your product right and sometimes the products are quite complex so you have to be you know a scientist as well as a creative yeah i know it's really very very important to understand you know, the science to at least uh, you have to understand it enough that you, you know, I mean, very familiar with it, but then you have to actually be able to simplify what you're saying so that it actually communicates well. So it's, you know, it's very, but the first point is actually understanding. Not to say that there's not, I mean, it, it is more complex, it's definitely more complicated than what I was working on in consumer. There's no doubt about it. And can you, Sharon, can you give me this example? Because obviously this is this is the creative war room. We talk about the battles, and right now we're obviously talking about getting work into award shows. Can you tell us an example? 
currently or in the past or something that that you know the stuff you've a piece that you've worked on that sort of made it through or in fact didn't make it through and what were those kind of like landmines that were sort of like laid down and but you managed to sort of like weave your way through hmm which battle to choose (laughs) (laughs) yeah choose your battle Sounds like you've had no battles. It's just great. I've had no Life's battles. Easy. It's been pretty easy. Been pretty <laughs> Life's easy in, in, in America, everybody. Yeah. Um, no, we've had, we've had battles where it's... Um, I'm just trying to think about which battles I can talk about, though, and how explicitly... Yeah, I know. Look, yeah, exactly. And some things, and if people are listening who aren't in, in the healthcare area, um, we, we have to sort of um, be very careful about what we say. Yeah, I mean, you can have you can have battles where something there's two concepts that have come out of research, and one is clearly the one that the agency wants to go with. But and there's not there's a much better rationale for the one that has come second, of course, the one that we want to go with. But there's there's just something that's not really very meaningful for why the mm. client wants to go with the one that has won. But you know, it's something yeah. that's aesthetic, and you kind of say no, but look. But this really moved, you know, this really actually moved the audience. They said that this would empower them. This would make them feel great about prescribing your brand. But then mm. it's because one first one won that that one had to go. You know, it's not, and it wasn't only creative trying to battle, it was account service trying to battle as well. But, you know, we sometimes, we, but we lost that one. <laughs> we had to go with with um, the, we had to go with the one that actually came out in research, even though we didn't really think that that wasn't the one that would do the best job. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So, so we're always, you know, <laughs> if it wasn't the idea that we wanted, uh, you, you kind of like make it great anyway, somehow. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, through type, so typography, or if the idea isn't as strong as, as, as the other one then you know that that's the beauty isn't it and that's that's what that's what we do really well so so is there a is there a awarded piece that you've done um that that you've had to sort of really fight for like a because uh, we're talking about awards so is is there any awarded piece uh so in present or past that you've done that sort of that's really kind of like oh you got that through and then, then it actually got a piece of metal well, you know, back in Australia, it was the travel vaccination campaign. It wasn't really a fight to actually get it up because the client loved that campaign, but then they had a product availability issue. So it was kind of like all smooth sailing. And then we were going, wow, they've actually they've actually gone with our recommendation. They're not going to research it. Too good to be true. And of course it was because then they put it on hold due to product availability and reignited it probably almost a year later. Or And... Then just as I was about to go and judge the globals, one of our account managers came up to me and said, could you sign off on this just before you go? It won't take long. And then they were going to make significant changes. Um, I went out with account service. We all decided it was worth fighting for. We spoke to the marketing people and to medical, and they decided that those changes didn't really need to be made. So it was kind of a battle, but it was a battle that we won. And then the campaign went on to win quite a few awards. So that was great. That's fantastic. Um, I hope they yeah. recognize. I mean, they did they did they sort of recognize the award? Did they sort of wow, this is great? Yes, that's what <laughs> I find is that you know at first you have to battle to get great work through. I mean, the great thing about award shows, all award shows, or any, especially the really the top award shows, is that they become really proud of their work. They might have been they they might have had to get a battle to get it approved, but once they're work wins then they they actually struck down the corridors of their company saying look you know 
look what I've got, you know, this is an award-winning campaign. And then it's fantastic because it becomes contagious. Mm. And other people then want that. They say, I want that too. I want an award-winning campaign. And that's good for us <laughs> because that's what we want. <laughs> so, so I think the more of that we can encourage, the better. And I think it's partly it's making the client feel a part of the team and, a, you know, like partly, you know, not it's, it's not a them and ask you bring them into the fold and get help them understand what great advertising is and yeah. then make them feel like they own the work just as much as you do you think they should be you know i mean we're talking about i'm talking about stages sometimes we've got no stages with award shows some award shows do do you think they the client should be up there do you think the client should be you know receiving that award well i don't think i think some shows they are actually but i think that mm. i mean it will you know, Khan's actually have a client award for the, the best, you know, I think it's been Nike and Apple and whatever have won it. I think it depends. I mean, it also, I mean, like as far as do they deserve to be, actually, but there was a client who accepted the global award for it with for the travel vaccination with us in Sydney. She came up with us and that was great. She's a part of it and it was, and we were all really happy to be up there, you know, accepting the award and celebrating it. So it was lovely to celebrate that with us. So, yes, I think they should be up, especially if it's been one of those synergistic things where you've all worked together to make it happen, which was certainly true of this one, for them to overcome those medical obstacles. Let them get up, get them up, them up on stage. Because yeah, the more they get up yeah. on stage, the more they'll want to get up on stage. That's the thing. I think so, yeah. And... and- I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm of the opinion as well. Like, if if say, for instance, is it's a very it's a craft orientated award. The person who's worked on that, not necessarily just the art director or or, or whatever, or the, or the copywriter, um, you know, it's the illustrator. These people should be should be a part of that too. You know, I feel I feel it's I feel that you know sometimes. Um, I know you're a creative director, I'm a creative director, or ECD, SBP. Um, you know, sometimes we just we just sort of take the, sometimes, not saying you do, but sometimes take the glory and, you know, and I feel that people that have actually put the blood, sweat and tears into it, you know, they deserve to be there um, accepting it, you know. So I think it's important to include, in the world of inclusivity, let's think about those people too. Oh, no, it's always important. To, and it's certainly it's part of building relationships of giving credit where it's due. Yeah, totally. So who's just, just on, just on sort of like, who's the toughest opponents, you think? Does it, is it internal, like the internal kind of like fights we have within our agency? Do you think it's like the medical people, uh, marketing, or is it ourselves? I mean, what, what's, what do you think is sort of like the toughest opponents here getting great work up? Mm-hmm. The biggest obstacle is to getting great work out. It's probably where clients are conservative. Recently, like I said, this is the year. This is the year that we'll take on the battles. Hopefully there won't be battles because hopefully we'll have clients that actually do want to get some great work out into the world. But, you know, I think it's partly just having the right people in place. Having, yeah. you know, a strong CCO in America, creative departments are much bigger above the SVP level in our agency, there's the CCO. Having them there to help educate the clients as to what good is and go that extra mile to sell the work, good, the great work in is, is important. 
And of course, just yeah. doing that, doing that every day for your interactions with client can help too. Clients love learning too. I mean, some of them, I guess some of them may feel that they've been in the industry for a long time and they already know what they want or they know think they know what good looks like. But I think the, you know, the, the closer, the, the, the better relationship you can build with the client, the more likely you are to be able to get the work that you want to get through. Yeah. I guess it's being, you know, like you say, um, experience i think you know having experience have being open-minded because i was just trying to think about that word conservative and 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 um which sort of stops i'm just wondering what's underneath that what's sort of like driving that conservatism is it you know uh fear um that it won't obviously that's probably the big driver the fear it won't it won't work or fear they're gonna look like a, a bloody idiot you know um if this if this goes out what what, what do you reckon it is I guess there's some clients, I mean, like this was said at one of the American agency I was at, the the client wants to fly under the radar, which I thought sounded ridiculous. It was like, <laughs> they don't want exciting work. <laughs> they don't want, they don't want to be noticed. They don't want to bring attention to themselves. They see that's risky. So stop presenting work that is likely to get noticed. Just do something that's like everything else in the category. And it was like, what? So um, fear can be part of it. I think as a creative, it does help to be resilient so that if you, if you get some knockback and then you've got to go back and to the drawing board, you try, you try to, of course, you've got to take on the feedback as to why something was knocked back. Mm. And then you just try to do something that is at least as good or better. That's the ultimate if you have the, I mean, as long as you have the time to, because often then it's like, it's, it gets more urgent to actually deliver something to the client. I suppose when you, if you, it, it can be yourself, if then you ever do give in to the, give them what they want rather than what they need. Having the client understand the, I mean, it's actually part of what you said before. If you understand their brand, if you understand the science and if you convince them that you're a partner, they're more likely to listen to you when you are actually trying to sell great work in. So it's mm. your responsibility to do that so that you can build a great you know, relationship with the client and get the work that you want to get over the line. The nice thing about our agency is that I think that we have a great team and we have a great leader, um, a great president of our company who is definitely leads with heart and she definitely has heart for improving the the level for raising the bar you know creatively so i'm excited about the year ahead that's really good I, i'm really happy to hear that and it's it's so important because a podcast earlier on that we had they, they, we talked about this everybody being on the, the same the boat that's sailing in the one direction everybody's thinking this is the destination that where we want to go and i think that's that's so important and and just circling back onto our Onto, onto the client and I think this is where the, the big differences I see between pharma sometimes not all and consumer um, is that with consumer they, they think about brand they're not necessarily all thinking about themselves or thinking about what's going to you know what's going to affect me or do this it's about the brand whereas pharma it's kind of very much an individualistic thing because lots, some of them have come from sales you know they've come from yeah. Um, the sales orientated area where they it's all relied upon them you know it's been them and they have to make this money and then then suddenly they get pushed up into into marketing you know and then um it's it's still that sort of that mentality it's not not their their fault i think it's up to us then to sort of like help help 
sort of educate on, hey, this is about the brand. You know, this is about what's what's more important about what's more important for the brand rather than what's important for for me. You know, as an individual. Yeah, no, that is true. That is a big difference. Is that the marketers in consumer are usually real marketing people, and there are it's, there's a lot of people that their way up through the reps. It's not to say that they can't become very good at what they do, though because it has a knock-on effect. Some of them excel, some of them, you know, like race through the ranks and become marketers and others get stuck into a certain sort of mentality and then they move up, you know, through the ranks. Well, then the agency, that's where they may be be a little bit more difficult because the the agency could be just wanting to hold on to the business. Then what happens is that they go, well, these clients are this sort of client and this these clients are where the opportunities are so that almost deciding that there's as far as creative opportunities you have to just pick and choose really there was one client where it was almost like one of those clients that oh you just can't get creative work out on this client and then you know a young team not knowing that that was the case came in and and did a creative campaign and then suddenly that account lost that reputation and, and everyone wanted to work on it. So <laughs> it's, you can't just write off, you can't write off accounts. There's opportunities everywhere and Absolutely. you just have to do for them and make the most of them. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's that battle weary, isn't it, Sharon? That, you know, like, you know, people, people get tired and they get battle weary and they, they sort of like get, get trodden down and, you know, and it's, it's, that's our jobs, I guess, as creative leaders to try and, help them sort of invigorate them and push them through and um i think it's just making the possibility known isn't it it's kind of making it feel that anything is possible and approaching every brief with let's get some great work out of this i'm launching we're actually off two brief creative briefs this week and i'm really excited to see what the teams come back with and talking of we're wrapping up now we're we're right close to the end here and there's just two more questions Mm -hmm. i've got for you um one of them is um now obviously it's called the creative war room so um to get great work through or or to sort of help um maybe inspire people what sort of weaponry i'm calling it weaponry what kind of weaponry do you use yeah it could be you know it could be well i've I've gone out and i always go out and test something you know with with a bunch of random people or something you know (laughs) it could be anything it could be well I, i refer to this book you know um weaponry i guess you can try to seed great work i mean and you can do that over a a bit of a long period or even bring in something from the consumer world imagine if we brought this consumer sensibility and did something like this in pharma it would be it would blow people away so little by little you can bring clients around your way of thinking by seeding a little bit of work that way yeah um so sort of that success factor that's been happening before yeah and actually, I'm finding there's a few clients now who are, um, I mean, clients are consumers, of course. So they yeah, see consumer yeah, campaigns so. and get excited by them as well. Yeah, they're, and I think they're it's not locked away in a lab. Could, and it's a good idea to remind them that also healthcare professionals are consumers and they buy Audis and they respond to the same advertising or love the same camera yes. or you might love some same work that we do out there and they they get bored by boring farmer work and so I mean to see something if it's I mean it has to be strategically driven of course so it's really important that whatever I you know great idea you come up with that that you're you know hitting the mark as far as um, the strategy but then if it really connects the 
the doctor or the patient to that brand in you know in a strong way well then it can be pretty consumer can be it could be could have been mistaken for a consumer ad in how it's mm. conveyed and you know often some of the great farmer advertising really looks like consumer advertising some of the great farmer advertising is winning really heavily also in the consumer categories yeah that's good to see yeah that's awesome Okay, so, you know, this is the creative war room, Sharon, and um, I asked my guests, you know, uh, what's their battle cry, um, you know, when you sort of like go into a meeting or you're sort of revving up your, your team um, or it's an internal thing you say to yourself, um, what's your battle cry? Well, at Avast VX, we actually have an official battle cry. Oh, wow. And, and it is make your mark. It um, was in existence before I joined, but we've um, embraced it. It's like a real call to action. It's not just a call to action. Of course, it's a call to action to everyone from whatever department, definitely to creatives to make their mark through the work that they do. There's some great ideas that the teams are coming up with that still trying to get it over the line. And, and part of that is finding clients who also want to make their mark. And then you have the perfect partnership. That's um, fantastic. Yeah, I, I love that. I love that idea about making a mark. It's it's great. That's really really cool. Awesome. Yeah, and we've we've also actually come up with a, a couple of initiatives under the Make Your Mark banner. Okay. One of them is um, talks that inspire. So each month we bring in amazing talent on the production side to inspire and to you know to inspire our teams of course of what can be done in different areas so like photographers directors innovative tech experiential but really amazingly talented people and the idea is that we see what they do see how they're making the mark in the world and then you know with the intention of then collaborating with them and then working with them to make the mark through our work for to get it beautifully crafted and we've just we have just worked with the colony with David Gaddy and Joe Durkin from the colony came in and spoke to us and we've just finished a couple of Red Cross spots. Cool. That's great. And it shows that sort of, for me, what that says is like you've got a war cry and it's in action, which is great. Yeah. You know, action, it's sort of words with words that have actions, which is fantastic. So it's not often, you know, we get that these days. So it's, um, there's a lot of words out there, but not a lot of action. So I love, um, I love that. Yeah, and another we have another initiative under Make Your Mark, which is the Make Your Mark Academy. And you know, as I said before, that it was I found that you know starting out in advertising, or you know, like coming from being a high school student and being mentored by that creative team that I work with, and then getting a job in advertising and being mentored throughout that, we decided that we would like to mentor students from the local high school of art and design in New York. It's a selective public school, incredibly talented students. That's so at the cool. moment we're working with two groups of those students, one on a video project and the other on um, we have them in, it's a 12-week course and it's, you know, a combination of on-site lectures, on-site experience. We have set up practice interviews for them and they, you know, and they also present to the agency. So that's been a, you know, it's been a great experience. And they're also, you know, very diverse students. So we feel that as far as future talent goes, it will help us bring people in who will have diverse perspectives on solving problems. 
That is great. I, I, I really like that. That's, that's so. Congratulations to the, to the to yourself and the agency for you know instigating something that's great and it comes off the back of you know those um, that that nice battle cry and that that platform. It's great. So well done. I just want to wrap up and say it's awesome. I'm sure that um, you well you've made your mark here in, in Australia in Sydney and I'm sure you're making your mark over there in in New York in in the the big United States of America. Um, it's been so good having you on the creative war room sharon uh been 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 a long time since i've you know i've always wanted to get you on on this on the show so thank you so much for um, yeah thank you so much for joining me and um i wish you all i hope if you've got any entries in the new york festival's health awards i wish you all the best with that um but i wish you all the best with with the rest of your um your year and getting that all that great ideas and battling through Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been great catching up. Yeah, it's been awesome catching up. So hopefully we'll do it again soon. Thank you.